Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we will be introducing you to some of our favourite local breweries. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hiya. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. So this week we will be discussing some of our favourite and most frequented local breweries. Um, We both happen to be situated near lots of great breweries. Uh, I know that I'm near Phantom Brewing, Wild Weather Co, Double Barrel, lots of them in Berkshire. Joe, are you near any others in particular? Um, So a lot of mine are little Kent breweries, but they're still great. Uh, You may not have heard them up up further north than where we are down <laughs> here um so i've got uh once um north down um so one of my favorites in in canterbury is um canterbury brewers who are at the foundry brew pub that's the only brew pub within the city walls Ooh. um yeah lots of lots of nice little ones around our way so yeah who knows this could end up being a part one of however many because we've got so many we're very fortunate to have so many near us but today we're going to be focusing on our top two favorite ones so for joanne she's got time and tide and butilias and for me i've got siren which no one's going to be shocked about and (laughs) elusive so i guess let's get cracking let's drink some beers perfect right shall i talk about my guys first i think so i love my two right so i'm I'm repping i've got my t-shirt on if you're watching the video i've got my butilias t-shirt on for my boys bitch and drew so um for my beers i have got las piñas which is butilias brewed with ampersand and for time and tide i've got ham sandwich it's just got one of the best labels <laughs> so um butilias are literally 20 minutes up the road from me they're in faversham um they brew out of a little brewery behind a farm shop which also happens to have brilliant kent beer in it which is bonus pop up there pop my head in grab some beer from rich and drew and then i pop in the farm shop and just buy more beer it's great um and time and tide are in deal which is the opposite way so if i go two different ways i can get great beer um they were less well known to me until a um beer cafe opened in sandwich which is another one of the little villages over from where i live um and then i discovered their beer there and they are just brilliant so i'll tell you a bit more about those when we get to drinking my two beers what about your two tori so um it's it's funny that you say that so um i've got lord nelson 2020 from elusive brewing and elusive is uh, started in may of 2016 by andy parker and uh, he's the head brewer there as well uh, i think he actually was you you can relate because i know you're a home brewer he was i believe a home brewer and i think he used some money that he got from an award if i remember correctly Ooh. to start up elusive yeah and the tap room itself which is situated uh, is it they're both in finch Hampstead, siren and elusive funnily enough they are Yours are opposite directions. Yeah. Mine are quite literally across the, the estate from <laughs> Like you can wave to each yeah. other from it. Um, so he's got the, the brewery and he's opened the tap room in November 2019. So that was, um, 
I didn't know about that one until I was coming back from my next brewery, Siren. <laughs> uh, one day I was driving back from Siren and I happened to look over. I was in the passenger seat because my husband was driving, just kind of looking out and I saw a sign for Elusive and I was like, oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. They're there. Oh, <laughs> so unfortunately, I've never actually got to go in their tap room, which I'm gutted about because it looks so cool. Um, but yeah, I drive by them frequently on my way to see Siren. I go there quite frequently, about once a week. And this one, which is Neo Normal, it's a California IPA. It's quite exciting. I'll say why it's exciting when we actually get to drinking it and you'll be able to fill us in probably on more details. Um, but yeah, those are, those are my two. And I, uh, everyone knows how much I love Siren and you repping the Bituria shirt. I'm repping my Siren yes. glass. It's my favorite glass. So <laughs> we are <laughs> um, such fangirls. Honestly, I, I, I probably would have <laughs> bought a jumper by now from them if they hadn't <laughs> sort of limited their shop at the moment. But yeah see i've got lots of um, glassware from them <laughs> butilia's haven't done a glass yet i need i need drew to get on that um, yeah i was gonna say get and, him on that uh, yeah he needs to get on that uh time and tide have just done a glass but theirs is uh one of those stubby allegra ones oh, and they're right, not right. as as i really like the glass but um i don't we're drinking a new england ipa from them and i don't like drinking them a pale beer out of that glass because you warm it up because it's in your hand so i'll use that glass later when i have their chocolate stout that i've got in the fridge <laughs> yeah i get um i get very excited because i i like like mermaids and all that i just yeah. like the aesthetic of all that as well and, and so like siren put it on on all of them and what i really like about this glass in particular is it's just like i don't know if you can see that it's just yep. like their siren this is lumina um is a total badass and it's like she's just got control of the whole universe it's power move love it so yeah that's my favorite glass and it looks like a can it's one of the can yeah, shaped ones <laughs> and I, I i do like a good um like jet like jam jar yeah so i would say like, you're that, a, mason, a mason jar you like a <laughs> yeah, mason, ma jar. mason jar that's what God, i was going you're so american <laughs> rustic <laughs> definitely oh my god we need to get you one of the mason jars with a handle on it there you go that'll do you already of course you have of course you have well i've got just as a side as we're talking about glasses i've got my my fancy overworks one for later you're just showing it because now i've got envy because i couldn't get it quick enough basically brewdog released more that they were getting rid of and they're very difficult to get because they break really badly is what i hear and yeah. then within six hours of them releasing it it was absolutely <laughs> gone fuming i can't believe you did go. like i didn't even realize they weren't they weren't selling them anymore because i'm i'm going to be devastated if mine breaks and i can't get a replacement i absolutely love this glass it's like i could use a normal wine glass but that's not branded why would i want right. a non-branded <laughs> wine glass like no. don't be stupid no. that's nonsense <laughs> siren if you're listening and you want to do a wine glass with your brand on it i will buy it <laughs> buy five of them <laughs> brilliant i love it right um, if you crack on and do if you as a side note if you're interested in glassware our second episode was about glassware so please go and give it a listen <laughs> i did listen to it i learned oh, did you? i learned a bit yeah oh I good it. i'm glad I liked it, it was yeah good. everyone educational episodes it was, it was educational <laughs> brilliant right we're gonna crack open las piñas first wait for that so... nice sound <laughs> yeah there we go oh it's a right. right so this is 
as I realise that we've gone quiet. This is a pineapple and tea wheat beer and it is 5% alcohol. So one of my absolute favourite things about Boutilliers is that they put fruit tea in things. It's great. I love it. And so whenever <laughs> I've gone to several Meet the Brewers now with Rich and Drew and um, I actually quizzed Drew about putting fruit tea into things because I'd seen that they do it. And it's, I find that it just adds an extra layer to the aroma and the flavors. Um, so I, I have ruthlessly quizzed <laughs> Drew on how he does it. And now I do it in my beers as well. Um, so what they'll do is this beer has got a double dose of pineapple. It says, so it's got El Dorado, Pecco and Chinook hops. And then they've added pineapple puree, but then in the dry hop, they've added pineapple tea. Uh, and when we say tea, I will, I will preface that because it's actually um, fruit tisane. And if oh. you don't know what a tisane is, it's so whereas a, a fruit tea has actually got like black tea or green tea in it as the base, a tisane is just the fruit. It's just dried fruit and flowers and herbs and things like that. Um, so Drew always says he says tea, but really it's a tisane. <laughs> I like that word. He doesn't tisane. want to. He doesn't want to confuse people and have to explain what tisane means. So. It's a fun word, though. Tisane. It's a fun word. Yeah, it's really good. Right? Should we give this a taste? Have you tasted yeah. it yet? No, I, well, I've had it the other day, so I should say I've not had it yet. Have you not? Mm-mm. I took it. I took it camping with me last weekend. Oh, that's nice. So it's very light. You did tell mine's me got a good light. bit of head on. on yeah, it. yeah. And I did say that's why I thought. I thought it would I've be good some, to do first because it's very Yeah, light. I've got some good lacing in my glass. Chop it up a little bit. So Can I very, just say as well, Yeah, Drew's meme game, if, if, if you don't know, and no, <laughs> yes. Drew's meme game, yeah. on point. Yeah. Very on point. Yeah. I, I'd like it if when I bought beers from him, my receipts was actually <laughs> on the back of a meme. So can, when you actually try shall to I, get shall it, I tell him? Things, can, you, yeah, yeah. can you ask him to do that? Rich well? is He's not down with all of that stuff. Like that's all Drew, I can tell that's you. Right, so, um, need one. Right. Need so one. If, you, if you don't follow um, Boutilliers or Boutilliers Taproom on any of their socials, you're missing out because literally once, twice a day, probably more like, you get a really good beer meme from from Drew. He does some. His meme ones. game is strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't know what a meme is, then you're down with Richard. So, <laughs> so maybe don't check it out. Just just order their beer and don't actually just buy their beer instead. <laughs> just buy their beer instead. Instead, look at their amazing artwork. Like, so this yeah, this is lovely art. This is lovely, but um, their other artwork is. By, I've got some right behind me. Oh, have you got some lovely? Um, is by Camille. Favelle, I think I'm, I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong, but um, her artwork is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, you've got favorite because I like video games as well. So this one was my favorite because it's like Untitled Goose Game. So press Y that to is honk. Press Y to honk. <laughs> so that is a mango tipper. And I don't normally like tippers, but that one was absolutely delicious and very, very dangerous because you do not realize how strong it is. Oh, yeah. As well. Is that turning pages? Is that what it's called? Yeah, page turner. page turner. And then I've got um, Getting the Robot. I quite like this one because it's got this like anime style yeah. to it. Um, and then I've got The Bye Bye Sky, which I like oh. the name of. And it's got a little... Oh, that's the green tea. 
yeah. green tea saison isn't it that's funny you said it's just happened to have them all next to me so <laughs> that's brilliant good job um so i'll just talk about the beer so it is it's a considering it's a wheat beer it's pretty it's almost clear it's not quite clear but it's almost oh, i can see my fingers through it through the glass though so i would call it like the light clear. haze like very that. lightly hazed it's got a nice lacing white head on it I get the pineapple smell. It almost has the pineapple smell. Like you can tell that it's fresh pineapple as opposed yeah. to um, synthetic pineapple. Yeah, like it's not just juice. You could tell it's like actual. That'd be pineapple. the tea. <laughs> I've got too much in it too. And I get a little bit of that wheat. Yeah. It says that creaminess that comes from the grain of wheat in there. But I think actually that light haze to it is what I often, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just you know not looking at right but i think when i see wheat beers they do always tend to have like not a full haze but a light they should be yeah they should be hazy a wheat beer should be hazy um if you have a hefeweizen which is a wheat beer or or a wit beer they should be hazy um so this is this is quite clear actually i'd expect it to be hazier um it's got a nice bite to it yeah very slightly bitter you get the wheat right up front which yep. is lovely and creamy. And then you get the pineapple on the back end. Really refreshing. Like you could sink many of these. Many. I think because it's so light, it's a bit mm. like, I think, what, what's the percentage on it? 5%? Five. I think. Yeah. And I feel like that is very sessionable. Mm-hmm. It's got the lightness. It's got a lot of, it, it still has flavor to it though. It's not like just, just normal beer. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't just taste like, just straight beer it has that little extra depth to it yeah so why why butilias are one of my absolute faves i had a look back to see when i first drank them and i first had one of theirs in 2018 so not actually that long ago um at the kent beer festival and i had from them boat mystery which was a mango tea pale ale so straight out the door getting those fruit tea beers in there i absolutely loved it and then i had losing my edge which was a mild um so they do so they do like really good craft stuff and then every now and then they'll slip in something that's a bit more traditional but with their twist on it um and i think the thing with butilias is they and I've, i've actually had this conversation with drew like he was like we could be like trying to smash out the dippers the tippers like trying to put out like the mate like packing everything with hops he's like but there are so many breweries that are already doing that he's like we had to find our niche and theirs is beautiful beers with fruit tea in and then some massive stouts with just amazing combinations so um if you've heard of layer cake which had tonka and chocolate and, and vanilla in it and um bad for education which is i think it's being rebrewed so if you've not had it oh. is that what that was Tonka. Did that have cherry in it and chocolate? Absolutely delicious and like massive ABV, but doesn't taste like it. Absolutely deadly. gorgeous. Yeah, it's properly deadly, but absolutely delicious. Like they just do these massive beers that are just delicious. So if you haven't bought any, I'm going to stick their um, web address in our show notes go to their store and get some of their beers. They also have an excellent range of uh, guests in and Drew just yeah. finds like the most amazing things. Like he's got Omnipolo on there at the minute. <laughs> Pop on there and get some Biancas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, they, he's um, got some great ones. 
so this this one it looks like it's obviously a collab with ampersand and yeah. i had never heard of ampersand before um oh. just got some because i was like well i'm gonna do an order so i might as well yeah. get enough to do like free shipping and everything else um so i sort of got all the the, the ones that Beterias had and i thought i'll get a few guest beers and i thought i'll try ampersand i've never heard of it before and the label artwork on it was so it was kind of what i describe as just simple yet effective yeah. it was just a really nice simple but modern look so i got the um key lime pie sour uh i think it was a yeah key lime yeah. pie dessert sour i had it when we were camping as well it was amazing like it was yeah. so good and i was like i'm so glad that i took that risk and i just went yeah that looks quite good i'll throw that in the basket not really thinking about it and yeah they've got some really good stuff on there some quite well-known stuff like you said the omnipolo yeah. and then stuff like ampersand which i don't think is as well known so it's uh, definitely take the punt on that one yeah so as uh, actually that reminds me so oh, it's really sad because of covid we couldn't have the one that was happening this year but mm. last or so august 2019 um they organized a craft beer festival in kent because like okay. i'm in kent we are camera country like we are like real ale down here like everything else like the, the craft beer is slipping in but camera is king down here so um Boutilliers organised a craft beer festival called Generation Craft, and it was absolutely amazing. We had we had Ampersand, um, Heist, Northern, uh, Neon, Neon Raptor, uh, Lost Industry, um, Black Iris. Um, who else do we have? Unity, uh, uh, Vibrant Forest. Just some absolutely amazing beers and breweries came down and it was great and so we were going to have it again this year but covid stopped it but i, I don't think that'll stop drew i think he'll do it again no. so um when that's temporary on, setback right everyone should come down to kent come say hi <laughs> and come we can have a live we can have we'll like a live, live. We'll around. Do a live yeah we'll do a live show from drew's designers yes. drew can design us our own meme oh my god he'd do it too they're brilliant yeah so request my own meme <laughs> so when generation craft comes on come to kent come visit us and come have some great craft you've got yourself a deal boutilliers are the best they are my boys and they actually do some good crispy boys as well <laughs> doki doki's a crisp crispy boy every time i think of crispy boys i think of you and how you're going crispy boys oh you have to cut that this out because i don't want to hear myself going crispy boys <laughs> this is just gonna be a like a podcast in joke now we're gonna end up with t-shirts with crispy boys on i don't even tempt me i want a shirt that says beer should taste like beer not ice cream yes. and then i also secondary what well, well, just says crispy boys maybe right, with, like, with crazy arms <laughs> right so if it, oh, so listeners tell us what you want on uh women's brew the podcast t-shirt we're gonna start what? designing our store right now we're starting with crispy boys <laughs> we're starting with crispy boys and um fish tastes like being ice cream what else do you want on our t-shirts tell us now email us at lovebeerlearning <laughs> at gmail.com tell us what you want in that um, store yes yes crispy boys <laughs> Uh, yeah. Shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, let's go on to uh, my elusive yeah, brewing, yeah, yeah. Lord Nelson 2020. So this is a yeah, my... six point eight. Oh, I've got a mermaid one. 
Oh, I've got got a, a Thanos. Thanos it's one. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so this is a 6.8 single hopped farmhouse ale, and it's using the Nelson Southern hop, which I believe is from New Zealand. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, cool. Um, so I thought it'd be just a bit interesting because I always find the Nelson Southern a bit interesting in taste because i do i find it has that grape taste to yep. it obviously like, like like wine yep. um and so i always find it quite interesting for a beer to, to have that so i thought it would be a good one i was just showing this to the video and i'll describe it to the listeners so i expected this to come out like more of a yellowy color and it's actually no. a li- it's a like a light amber yeah like a gold probably yes, not so quite as say dark as amber a but bit yeah, like gold it's darker than I thought it was going to be. Smells yeah. beautiful. Decent Absolutely clear. Yeah. Absolutely clear. Bubbly white head. It Put has that, that nice smell to it. I love that. So because it's a, it's a saison. Are we calling that a farmhouse? What are we calling it's, it? Well, it's called. I think it's technically a Classic farmhouse. Classic saison. Yeah, they they do it every year i believe and i think they do it color i could be completely wrong um andy is probably if he even ever hears this which he probably won't he'll probably go that's not right but they do it every <laughs> year i think they do it with a different brewery other brewery every year so this okay. one is weird beer Bruco. like so, weird beer it's all down there weird so beer. oh yeah so this is why it's this color so it's a classic saison reading off the label uh, classic saison grist featuring pilsner munich and vienna malts so the munich and the vienna malts are slightly darker so that's why you're getting that orangey it, see it looks amber on my on my desk until i lift it up and then it's gold i think it's like a light when i hold it to the light yeah. it's it's got like for me a light gold yeah look to it yeah and i think it has that sort of grainy malty yeah barleyish smell to it there's a slight sweetness to it, which is coming yeah. from those grains, from the Munich yeah. and the Vienna. Because I chuck a bit of Munich and Vienna in if I want a bit of multi sweetness in my beers. Mm. Home Brewer Pro tip there for you, peeps. <laughs> oh, the taste is very. This is the first time I've tried this one. The taste is very interesting. That's nice. not as not as um, white grape as I was thinking it was going to be. It's a lot more multi yeah. grain gooseberry. I'm not a massive fan of gooseberry. Mm. But I don't, I don't really get that. gooseberry from it. I think the, well, I, was say, I think yeah, the sweetness of the malts is evening that out. So it is, it's very slightly grapey, vinous. That's the word. I love that word. Vinous. And like, when people are like, what, what does that mean? So whiny, tastes a bit like white wine. Call it vinous. 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 There you go. Add that to your beer vocabulary. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and everybody, my. Build your beer vocabulary course is available. What we're talking shameless about, plug, vocabulary. shameless plug, shameless plug, <laughs> shameless plug, all about it. Well, just because we're talking about the word vinous, that's totally vinous? in my course. You need to add that in now mm-hmm. if it's not already. I will. Um, no, it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> so what I what I really like about this is so like I said when we when I was introducing them, I've not actually gone to their tap room because I only found them as I was driving back from Siren, like sort of right before lockdown started. Uh, And what kind of happened was I kept going, I must go there, I must go there. And then lockdown happened. They are, when I say they're small, they are very small. So social distance in there was probably a bit of a challenge for them. I know they, I'm fairly certain they even stopped brewing for a bit until it sort of settled down and they kind of figured out a way to do it safely. But I really like it. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm quite, I like video games. I've always sort of been into video games. 
all their artwork has this eight bit design on it. And I'm really gutted. I never got a chance to go to their tap room before it shut because I mean, it's still open, but temporarily shut because they put old school games consoles on all the tables and everything like that. And it's all very like the eight bits, very centric to their, their whole theme. And that's why I quite like them. That's why I chose them because a, they're the closest to me, them and Siren are about 15 minute drive away from 10, 15 minute drive away. And I just really like the eight bit artwork style. Even on the back label, it says like insert coin to play. And it's got the little <laughs> barrel, their the logos, logos, the little. You can't love that. It's, um, I think that's the thing with Boutilias as well. It's the, this isn't one of their regular labels, but on, on their regular labels. So this is more of a ampersand design than a Boutilias one. But on theirs, they will have, um, so the, so the lines I've got on my t-shirt, if you're watching the video, it says Boutilias and then there's some lines of various lengths underneath it. And that's how they lay out their, there we go. It's, um, that's how they lay out their labels. So it shows you the grist so it has which is the grains that go into the into making the beer and the length of the line depicts how much of that grain went into it so if it's oh, a longer line yeah so if it's a longer line there was more of that in of the malt in it than there was and then they put in it the hops as well which i mean beer geek here just absolutely adores it because i'm like what hops are in it what malts are in it how much was in it i can tell from this from the picture on on their label and it's those little touches, touches yeah that make you love a brewery and so you know as a visual person as a visual learner i, yeah. I appreciate that about is because i yeah. like that you can i didn't know that that was uh-huh. what it was but now that i know that it's even better because yeah i'm definitely a very visual person so i quite like the fact that you can kind of see it and you don't have to sit there and go oh it's x percent this i'm not a mathy person i'm a creative brain all the yeah. way like don't ask me to do mental maths can't do it so i like that visual bit and i like that you know elusive always do this 8-bit design they have you know insert coin to play they have their little yeah. barrel logo and i really hope at the moment they're open for weekend seating outside and i really hope that we just after all this they open it back up i can finally get to go in i can finally play some games there i'll be very happy if that if that happens sooner rather than later fingers crossed so. yeah We'll see, but it, they're really great because they do free local delivery within a five mile range. So it's quite good if you want to order a bunch and you can't get out because you don't have to pay if you live close enough by, or you can do click and collect, which is really good. And I think they do mainland shipping as well. So check them out if you like video game 8 bit style artwork and you just want to try some good uh, beer. Yeah. I'll keep hijacking um, your talking bits because I keep adding bits in about mine. <laughs> but. <laughs> Boutilias have got a tap room as well. So they opened just before Christmas and um, I've not managed to get to it either. I've been, so they've got a little shop there and, uh, and the tap room and I've not managed to sit into at the tap room yet because of the dreaded COVID. Um, C word. <laughs> yeah. I've, I did go just as, just before we were locking down, I went and bought some takeaway because I was just like, I'm going to the shop and I'm grabbing some before I can't, before we can't go anywhere. I, I did that at Siren. Yeah, and I managed <laughs> to get like, some junk. Go, 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 go. But their tap rooms, so their brewery's in Faversham, but their tap room's in Ashford, but it's oh, right. literally opposite the train station. So when I am able to get there, it's quite easy to get to, um, you know, when trains are safe again. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that fun stuff. 
Ooh, the um, more that the, the, the bigger sips that I had of this one. Yeah. So I started off just doing little baby sips. And that's when I got like the maltiness. I've already finished mine and you've not, I've, I thought you were done. So no, I've been saving it. I thought we were moving to the next one. I'm saving it because I, I haven't had these. So after, after we finish recording, yeah, we'll, we'll keep drinking. The photo, I've got to, we've got to do the beer geek thing <laughs> and take photos and do our notes because we can't do it while don't, we're talking to you. Don't tell everyone that. They, they know don't... we do it. They do it as well. But you're yeah, listening to us. The bigger sips I had of it, it's a lot more bitterness than I expected as well. It was like I yeah. didn't initially taste it, and then when I took a bigger swig it's, of um, it, it was like, oh, okay, there's some bitterness to that. As it's but not overpowering, just a, a decent, decent level. I'm getting more of that pepperiness that you expect from a saison yeah. yeast towards the end. Mm. Both of these have been delightful. I'm really impressed with our choice. I'm excited today. for the. Too, right. though, because the best part about our next two before you start on that is yeah. it's we're going to be doing like east coast versus west coast yeah. effectively yes. but i mean west <laughs> this coast is has your jam extra added twist to it. but yeah this is definitely my jam and i'm excited that your I'm jam. Making you try this. Yes. i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna make you do a stout one we're gonna do like a, a massive do a stout, stout day we'll do a massive stout one. right so ham sandwich by time and tide now what's funny about this is and um, if you're not watching on the video, please do go look this beer up so you can see the label. So it's called Ham Sandwich because there is a sign in Deal near, the bre- near where the brewery is because there is a place in Kent called Ham and there is a place in Kent called Sandwich. And they're not that far away from each other. So there is a sign that says Ham Sandwich because it's showing you the directions to Ham and Sandwich. So that's why this beer is called Ham Sandwich. It's got nothing to do with an actual sandwich. It's no, because but you could go sign. drink under it. It's but, fine. Yeah, you can, you can go drink under it like this. They've got a picture on on their socials of like a guy with one of their beers underneath the sign drinking it. That's brilliant. Exactly like I think label. you've got to do it. Go recreate it. <laughs> Might have to now. Right. Oh, so this is a New England IPA. You are getting that tropical as soon as you crack it. Oh. My problem is I always want to go, being a New Englander myself, I yeah. always want to go New England IPA. I can't admit what when I've had a siren one and I think it's really good. I'm like, oh, I don't want to admit that this is like one of the best ones because I'm from New England and I'm stubborn and I'm cold hearted. So New England has to be number one. <laughs> that looks lovely. It's uh, it is like bright yellow. I get um, the tropical smells. Hazy, to it. hazy, bubbly white head. Mm. Massive tropical nose on that. Yeah pineapple mango it looks um, like juice yeah it looks like <laughs> it's the juice come back to my beer coming back to my beer vocabulary course when what does juice mean because say like, you could also <laughs> vote do you want juice on a t-shirt <laughs> right boys? yeah I mean, we could just do both you can have both beer we'll vocabulary two. shirts yeah. minus minus across yes. it yes oh there we go i like that was gonna do it um so when people say juicy or J double O Z E, as some people like to spell it, it's it is a beer that tastes as if it has fruit juice in it, is the official. So this is this is juicy. I see, I don't think it tastes like it's got juice in it. It just looks like it's juice. It doesn't taste like juice. It's, it's got, got that, that bitterness, mm. that bitterness and almost like bordering bordering on like resinous type yep. taste to it but it still has that tropical kind of undertone to it. And it's just really tasty. I think it? it's the body in a 
New England because it's got this has got flaked oats in it, so it gives yeah. it that slightly creamier body. Now, this is made with mosaic. So give me a second while I do a swirl and cover, see if I can get mosaic. Because whenever <laughs> I smell mosaic, as I've said before, to me it smells like broccoli. Yeah, there it is. I've got to go for it. Hold on. There it is. It's weird because I guess I never would have said that. Broccoli. And then yep. now that it's in my head, like broccoli, 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 mm-hmm. that is. Now I'm like, oh, that, it is broccoli, isn't it? It's the vegetalness that you get from. It's the, it's underlying. Like, it's not like open a can. Oh, that smells like broccoli. It's the underlying characteristic of that hop. To me, maybe yeah. not to everybody, but to me, it smells like broccoli. So I'm like, oh, it's got mosaic in it. Yep, there's the broccoli. You've done the power of suggestion now in my head. Yeah, sorry. So that's, that's there. And I'm like, yeah, it's definitely broccoli, isn't it? But now you're going to know if you're smelling a beer and you're like, that smells like broccoli. Oh, that must have mosaic in it. See? It's got the rock. This is going to sound weird, but it's got the rawness of broccoli. Yes. Like, yes. Does, that, does yeah. that make sense? Raw? Absolutely. Smell? Yep. Yep. Uncooked you, broccoli. Yeah, as if you just picked up a broccoli from the yep. shop. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that's that's mosaic for you people. It smells mm. like raw broccoli. But yeah, it's very like uh I think it's very bitter lead. Yeah. And then you get the I'd say like the second half of the taste is very tropical fruit and it's quite enjoyable. I mean it's very New England IPA. I could tell yeah. that it was New it's England. It's refreshing. IPA, sure. I like it. Um so so time and tide i had not so they've been around since 2013 so Ooh. way longer than than butilias have been around um although they they've been around longer than 2018 that's just when i started drinking them um but they they started in 2013 and were uh, founded by paul sam and kerry i chat to kerry every now and then she's lovely love a bit of kerry um and they i think i had one of theirs at for, I think I must have bought it at a farm shop and only like had one. And then the first one that I really remember having from them was at a Christmas meal. <laughs> we had a we had a Christmas meal at a pizza place in Canterbury, and I was looking down their craft beer list, and there was the Kraken coffee stout, and I'm like, oh, that is a bit of me. I will have one of those, please. And it was absolutely delicious. Um, and that was my first my first remembrance of having a time and tide beer, but. Where a lot of my local breweries have come from to me is like the Kent Beer Festival and the local beer festivals. Time and Tide are never at any of the beer festivals. And I spoke to Carrie about this and I was like, I've never seen you. And then she was just like, they don't accept us. Why? That's <laughs> I don't know. Weird. And I think it's because they are more craft than real ale. Okay. So, they've ne- so they, they now do a bit more traditional stuff. Um, and that is because in 2019, they started taking part in this um, community project that's called the Deal Hop Farm. So um, people all around Deal will take um, hops and grow them on their allotments, in their gardens, wherever they've got a piece of land. And then they all come back together at, at um, harvest time and bring back the hops that they've grown and it's all part of this community project called the Deal Hop Farm. So it's done in little plots all around Deal. And they grow prima donna really cool. hops and then bring it all back together. And then it's, it's sent off to places like Time and Tide, take some and do, they'll do a green hop beer and they'll save it. And then they'll, they'll do a series of Deal Hop Farm beers throughout the year. And so they've done, they'll do a green hop. They've done 
um, an ESB, a porter, a stout, a pale ale, and they do it throughout the year with these hops that have been grown by the community. And it's it's just amazing. That's really cool. That's and a the, cool idea. And the beers are really interesting. Like I really wanted to get into it this year and grow the hops in my garden, but my garden's not very good for growing plants in, I've discovered. <laughs> Killed off a mint plant a couple of times, so I wouldn't want to kill off the hops. But it's re- like they are, I find that um, Time and Tide are very community driven uh brewery and um like when i when i started finding them uh, more it was because um a beer bar had opened in sandwich which is a little village down the road for me and um they had their beers on yet yeah, in sandwich <laughs> as on the can um and they had they stock a lot of of time and tides beers and and the people from time and tide frequent the frequent the cafe um and that's how i met carrie met Kerry actually because I popped I popped in to buy some beers on the Saturday and then didn't realize that they had um a fruited sour on that was time and tide and squawk so I went back oh, on the Sunday to have a half I was just I'm just gonna go back and have have this beer because <laughs> can't find it anywhere so I was like right went in had had a little half and was coming home and I'm just sat at the window like drinking my beer taking my notes checked it in on untapped and there's a table of people that have They've obviously been like doing a park run or something exercisey for a Sunday morning. They're having some breakfast and I've checked in and this lady comes over and goes, um, I hope you don't mind, but are you a woman's brew? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. She's like, um, I'm Kerry from time and tide. I've just seen that you've checked in our beer. Thank you very much for your review. And I was like, Oh, hi. It's a good thing. You weren't like one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. I don't think she'd have come over. No, it was really delicious. But then, so she might have come over. She might have been like, "Why? Why don't you like our beer? Why don't you like our beer?" But no, like, so they're just really like the brewers in Kent are just really friendly. So it's just lovely chatting to them and and things like that. So I really like their um, their little logo. I know their little video. It's almost like it's a little Cthulhu. Yeah, I really quite. I quite like it. I think it's really cute. <laughs> and they do such an interesting range of beers. And maybe this isn't why they were getting into the Kemp Beer Festival because it's very real ale heavy. Mm. But um, so, I mean, this is a, tr- this is a, a very traditional um, New England IPA, but they yeah. do Saisons. They do wine barreled, uh, wine barrel aged beers. Um, they do a, an, an imperial fruited sour called Bouncy Bouncy Elephants that is like it's like alcoholic umbungo um, i like the label on that one yeah yeah they've done you know um, a tropical whip beer like they just try out really interesting delicious beers yeah. and they're just they're just great i love it and i love that they're literally like around the corner from me it's but you'd so expect good. that you'd expect that like with those those festivals that they would just go if you're willing to pay to be in it because i imagine that a lot of the times it's not just invitation only you do have to pay yeah. for a stall i imagine so if you're willing to pay for a stall whatever you shouldn't have to be accepted it should be like a you're contributing here you go and let your beer speak for yourself people either want to drink it or they don't well no see here's the thing and um, it's because it's a camera event i would say so they're getting better now um but the campaign for real ale, which is what camera stands for, yeah. like so they they have been instrumental in trying to make sure that beer, like that ale has stayed in pubs and that pubs are saved. And you know we're all very grateful yeah. for that. It's great, good job. 
However, they have also, in my opinion, um, fostered a thought that the only good beer is on cask and the only good beer is real ale, which then cuts out your New England IPAs, you know, your, your keg beers and things like that. And there, there are, a, you know, a hardcore group of camera people that are just like, the only good beer is on cask. Every other beer is rubbish. And that's not true anymore. No. Um, it, it might have been. It like... might have it probably what, you know, back when camera started and in the 80s, when it was ale versus Euro lager, then yeah, you're right. The best beer was on cask. But it's now opening up and widening. And they are, they are doing work on it. Like the last couple of beer festivals that I've been to that have been camera, they've had a discovery zone where they actually had on... So Wonsum were there, who are another one of my local breweries, and they did, they asked them to do the exact same beer on cask and on keg. And then they did a, they went, right, yeah. one of these Blind is cask, test. one of these is keg, which is it? And I got it wrong because I assumed that one, I was just like, well, I think this one's keg because it's got like less flavor. I think this one's cask. And actually, um, and I expect, I think I expected the keg one to be fizzier and it wasn't necessarily. Yeah. But um, it was really interesting because actually keeping it on keg, they can get it into the keg without like any real oxygen getting close to it. So the flavors are much stronger because they've not had any oxygen to degrade them. Whereas when you put it in cask, some oxygen is going to come in contact with the beer. So the flavor is going to go down. So at, at the end of the day, it's down to the brewer as to who, how they think their beer is best served. Yeah. Uh, and we as beer drinkers need to trust that they know what they're talking about because it's mm. their beer and they formulated it. And if a beer is good, doesn't matter if it's come out of a cask, a keg, a can or a bottle, be- good beer is good beer. Yeah, I was going to say good beer is good yeah. beer. I know to be fair, like I've gone to up until the last maybe two or three years, I've gone to Reading Beer Festival every single year because we used to live in Reading before we moved to a different area that we live now. And every year we go and yeah you get all the great you know real ales and and all the camera approved stuff but then there was always the international section and those were obviously the more expensive ones that you'd have to use all (laughs) your drink tokens on and you'd be like just take my drink tokens i want to try these ones and those would be the ones like you'd go to the u.s section it would be like u.s craft beers and they would be like so it's just that thing of like just let people like what they like it doesn't you know if it's good, it doesn't matter what it's coming out of, bottle, can, cask, keg, whatever. Like you said, you've got to trust the brewer yeah. that they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll even let you drink a lager if you want. I'll let, I'll let you drink a Foster's if you want, but, you know. Again, shameless plug for Siren. I mean, they, <laughs> they've just re- they've released their uh, Hell's Lager. It's really good. Let's do a, la- so, right, <laughs> let's do a lager episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a lager episode. We'll get Doki Doki from... Um, how many episodes how many episodes can i plug siren in let's see (laughs) i'll fight you for it i'll just keep it keep um keep plugging bootilius (laughs) we can we can do this all the time all the time so we're gonna have a t-shirt and we're gonna have it will have um have a who's winning who's who's plugged their favorite (laughs) brewery more joe ogtory right okay oh we are on on? we are on to the one right the siren this one is not 
I want to say it's special because it's Siren, but that's not why it's special. That's not why I think it's special, though I do like that. <laughs> no diss in Siren because they make delicious beer, but that's not why I... It's, it's wonderful that it's from Siren, but that's not why I think it's special. What I will say about Siren, so this is the, uh, again, it says called Neo Normal. It is their 7.3% Cali IPA. What I will say is they make some extraordinary Cali IPAs, West Coast IPAs, whatever you want to call them. They, they've got four separates, this five including this, I believe, um, that they've come out with this year alone. They started off doing their collaborations with Green Cheek Brewery. Uh, that's a US West Coast, is it Green Cheek? Yeah, Green Cheek Brewery, I believe, in, in California. And they taught them the best brewing techniques for you know how to brew the West Coast IPA. And to me, as far as all the UK versions, not just because it's Siren, but as for all the UK versions of West Coast IPA, to me, they're the gold standard. Um, they just do a really, really good West Coast IPA. And uh, yeah, so before I tell you why it's special, what I'll say is, yes, yeah, so Siren, as I said, is in Finch Hampstead. It was started in 2013 and their head brewer is Sean Knight. And he's been there since, I believe, last year. I want to say it was June or July, but I, I could be getting it wrong. But it was started in 2013 by Darren Andley. I think I said his name right. Apologies if I haven't. Um, this one is a collaboration with the Yakima Chief Hops. And the reason it's so special is they are one of seven breweries that got to brew with the new hop called Talus in Europe. They, they've obviously... I'm sure they've brewed in the US, but there are one of seven breweries in Europe to get to brew with Talus first and and release this new strain of hop. So I think you'll be able to tell us probably more about Talus than I will. Um, but what I will say before we pour this is I was, I said to you off camera, yeah. very shocked at the taste of it compared to what you're expecting from a West Coast IPA. So let's drink it. I want to see your okay. reaction because I've had it before it. and I want to know what your reaction is. A, as a person that doesn't love hoppy <laughs> IPAs or anything, yeah. and B, for what this hop is. <laughs> I'm really, I'm I'm going to use my out. fancy I'm, mug. I'm excited. I'm geeking out about this, this because I have been, uh, I've watched the release of talus on so yakima chief have done a virtual harvest this year because they couldn't get people oh, normally they awesome. have them come to their ranches and come and see all the stuff and they do like seminars and stuff but they've um, they've done a virtual one this year so um i'll put oh, the link cool. in the show notes but it's at virtualharvest.com and there are videos there about about um the farms where they grow their hops there's a bit about talus there's like there was a round table about european brewing there was a round table about russian brewing um there was going to be a bit about women in the industry but it got postponed so I'll, i want to keep an eye out and see when that actually happens because i want to watch that oh, but i'll link postponed. to it i know it's really good it was really good <laughs> but i listened to i'm just waking my phone up so i've got my notes of what they said the hop actually was supposed to taste like so while you while you do that what i'll say Ooh. is i just want to clarify these bubbles that is not dirt that's not a dirty glass it's not filth it's not dgm it's the design of the glass and i just want that to be known before i get judged for that it's the glass design so that's the, that's my flaw with siren they've designed an amazing glass but they made it look like i've got dgm and i don't i uh, i am putting out an episode about how to get a beer clean glass so yes 
Listen out for that. It's really funny because I didn't have a beer clean glass when I did it. <laughs> I can't wait to see Brilliant. that one. Brilliant. Uh, so with this one, what, what they said the characteristics were aroma-wise was pink grapefruit, tropical fruit, pine, and floral notes. So that's what they had listed the the aroma was supposed to be of it. I get coconut. And I yeah. was a bit like, I was a bit like, maybe I've got this wrong. <laughs> and I took a sip of it. And where well, the first time I did, do it again, just to validate, very coconut. Yeah. So my instinct was, I'm fairly certain I'm drinking Sabro. I knew it wasn't Sabro because I knew it was Talis. Um, I know it's the West Coast IPA, so I don't really expect it to be coconut. Uh, when I looked up Talis, this is when I saw that it's actually a sister hop to Sabro. It's the daughter. Ha- yeah, the, or ha- the, it's the like daughter. stepdaughter or something. So it's so it's what it is is they had to... they had Sabro, and they let it get um, wild pollinated. Oh, so it's risque. Sabro. It's Sabro and um, Nia Mexicana. So Talis is the daughter of those two. So that's why you get a bit of that in there. I was absolutely what shocked. And I thought, what am I? I literally was like, I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to be drinking. Because I was just, it was so completely far removed from what I thought it was going to be. It's really lovely. But it was a total shock to me when I first drank it. Because I just, I was like, oh, that's that's different because it doesn't even taste like straight sabro where it's very coconut it's very distinctly coconut but it's not like sabro level of coconut if you know what i mean yeah it's, it's very interesting very interesting i'm getting sage I'm getting now, yeah sage and lemon that's what i couldn't place so i got the lemony bit right but the sage bit mm. is what i i wouldn't have placed i just knew it was, like, I was a bit herby i don't yeah you know, but i couldn't figure out what specifically but now that you say that yeah that makes sense sage and lemon and grapefruit yeah on the aroma and then when i drink it i get the coconut and a herbally sage and i do get a bit of lemon i getting a bit of rose yeah i would say there's a floor there's floor and a bit of ro- yeah really and i get a bit of rose it's absolutely delicious and there are so many layers to it every time you drink it there's a little bit more Yep. But what I'll say, so there's more, I've noticed more now trying it now, especially yeah. with your suggestions as well. Going, yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I couldn't identify the first time around. Yeah. Um, I think it's not what they normally do for West coast IPA. I would say it's no. very different. It's very different from sirens for other West coast IPAs. Yeah. Not what I, I'd expect of a West coast IPA, but it's very lovely. It's dry. It's very dry. Yeah. It's got a dry, but crisp, uh, it, it makes it a bit Moorish, in my opinion. It's very refreshing, very more, very yeah. Moorish, and it's just a bit unique for a West Coast IPA. And I think it's it's really nice. <laughs> if you put that in front of me, I wouldn't say it was a, a West Coast no. IPA. No, if we were using our yeah. feelings and opinions on, on yeah. our taste buds, we would not go. That's a West Coast IPA. We'd go. Absolutely that's not. It's like no. it's, a, it's an IPA. <laughs> I I would have thought there was brutness to it. I, I'd think that it was like really? a. You get brut- only, oh, only rut, yeah, yeah. I'd call it rut, <laughs> but because that dryness, that's yeah. what I, that's where my brain was going. They did on the bubble, which was a yeah. rut brute, whatever IPA, and it has that similar dry, crisp quality to it uh, that the on the bubble had. 
So that's where my brain would be going more so than a West Coast IPA. I would be interested to know what yeast they used in this. Doesn't say, does it? Yeah, find out for me. I'll be really interested to know what it might just be their house yeast, but um, I'll be interested to know what kind of yeast it is because that's got a real clean finish. Could be an American because so American yeasts have a cleaner finish than yes, we do English ones. Uh, and maybe they use about that. Text me a reminder, <laughs> yeah, and I'll <laughs> don't text me about we'll, um... Americans having a cleaner no. finish. Yeah, text me about the yeah, yeast, and I'll remember to ask them. Yeah, and then we'll uh, now you've got to listen to another episode, listeners, because uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll tell you what out. what kind of yeast it was. Next episode, it might be an American yeast or, or an American derivative because it's very clean it very well might be because of the fact that obviously yeah. it's their west coast ipa and they've learned i don't know if they've learned but i think they've learned based on their first set that they did with green yeah. cheek so i think that there very well could be uh, an american yeast one but yeah sirens they do just really good beers and it's very to me that's innovative i think yeah. it's quite interesting and it's a bit innovative for west coast yeah. So do you want do you want to hear what they said it was supposed to? Yeah, hit like. with it. So, so there's a if you go to the virtual virtualharvest.com, there is a um, sensory panel on Talus. So they actually had they sent out hop samples um, to people, and they did a sensory uh, panel online. And uh, I watched that because I'm a geek. <laughs> if you were outside the US, you couldn't get the hops. Boo but I just watched everybody else doing it. So the people that did that got these, these characteristics. So they got banana, bubblegum, mint, grapefruit, basil, sage, <sighs> pine, orange, lemon, tangerine, and herbal. That's bubblegum's interesting. Yeah. Well, bubblegum, that you get that in like wit beers and hefeweizens from that kind of yeast. But I don't think I, I ever would get have gum. thought about that. Mm. I get bubblegum a lot in whip beers. We'll do some whip beers. And... <laughs> and I I'll, do I'll like say, whip beers. I'll say be bubblegum and you'll go, and I go oh, oh my God, it's yeah. bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> Power of suggestion. Yeah. I, don't but... get, I don't get the orange and tangerine. No, I don't get that. For me, it's very coconut led, mm-hmm. in my opinion. That's the flavour for my taste buds. Yeah. That sticks out the most, but I would say that this is definitely a beer that's very, I would use the very, oh, I don't know how to say it in a nice way. Uh, very douchey term. Be like, it's very complex. Like, it, sorry, no, it cut, is that complex. Out, cut that out. Cut, no, cut complex. That out, yeah, complex. Very, it really is. It's, it's, I, I feel like I sound like snobby when I say it, but I would say it's very like complex in flavor. Yeah. It's because the coconut is definitely yep. the biggest taste to me, but then I do get all these other elements that feel like they're sort of fighting around in my mouth and the coconut comes out the, the victor, but yeah. I can still taste kind of everything else going on there. Yeah. And it's all really lovely. Yeah. And they don't, and they don't, though you're like, they're fighting in your brain to work out what they are, but they yeah. don't fight in the back. Like they are all balanced in there. Like there's, it's there's, very well balanced. Yeah, there's there's herbal, there's floral, there's citrusy, there's um, there's coconut. So you, it's not quite tropical, but you're like, oh, there's a bit of coconut in there. So it's it's really interesting. And considering it's a, a west coast, you'd yeah. expect a bit more sweet maltiness, and that's it's it's there because you can see it in the colour. Yeah, 
but it's not there in the taste. So they've got, so it's not, it's not as dark. Like I'd expect a West Coast to be slightly darker than this. Um, but that has that very clear yeah. quality to yeah. it. Yeah, but like, it's, light. but that's good because they haven't put too much of the maltiness in because they didn't want to detract from the hops. It's very clever. Yeah, it, it's like it's it. like very complex. They're sort of fighting together for all these mm. these flavors, but then they sort of work together in yeah. harmony. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, it's lovely. And it's it's just it's very like coconut is the big middle bit, and then everything orbiting around it is all the other flavors going yeah. on. Yeah, it's like they're working together to make this really nice. I, I would even say it's a bit like spring type flavor, summer yeah. type flavor. It's like it's fresh. definitely not what I'd think like winter autumn it's no. definitely like spring yeah right very very definitely. nice flavors basically siren are award winners so you probably know their broken dream so they won the cameras supreme champion of beer award in 2018 i've got about four different variations i'm gutted because i missed their shattered dream which was meant to be absolutely amazing but I've the got nitro some- one no, I've got the nitro one. Okay. I can send you one. I've got a few. Yes, options. please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Shattered Dream, I think, was the first variant they did recently this year. Okay. And it was meant to be very creamy and just very, like, really nice. But I missed it. But I've got about three or four other variants. I know they've got one out in Morrison's now, the cherry one. <gasps> I haven't I've managed got that to one. <laughs> find the cherry one. I haven't been able to find it. If I can get another one, I'll, I'll, I'll grab yeah. you one. But it's it's really, um, I've, I've not sat down. I want to sit down and do them all together. I want to do them back to back. So it's just finding the time to get to do that. So on my, a, yeah. on my blog, I can uh, I can cover doing a comparison because you know I like doing my comparison. You love a comparison. I do love you a love good a comparison. comparison. And uh, yeah, so they, they do, what I really like about Siren is they do takeaway beers now. Uh, they, they paused it for a while, but I think I saw today that they're back on. They paused it for like a week because of the new announcements for covid restrictions mm. and now they've unpaused it again and they're allowing people to do takeaway beers which is you can go there you can get a pint in a plastic cup and then you can go sit on one of their benches sit you know take a blanket sit out it was really nice when it was still sunny out and oh, then yeah. I, I saw your pictures there. i was very jealous yeah it, they've got a lot of woodlands around them so you could like yeah. if we've got a dog so we could take the dog we could go for a walk and we could end our trip at siren i can get my takeaway beers they do food stalls at their tap room uh, the tap yards yeah every every saturday it's really great so i do you do free brewery collection so i like to go pick up my beer get a takeaway half pint enjoy that sit out in the nice sun (laughs) i don't know how it's going to work when it gets colder but i read today that they're going to start doing it inside so i'm quite excited about that because i was really afraid that it's going to be oh it's cold so we're closing down now but yeah they're they're west coast ipa it's it's really difficult because i love their west coast ipas but i have to say the affogato and the caribbean Caribbean white chocolate cake white stout literally i think i I mean I love their Amazing. I love their Caribbean chocolate cake series. It's just like there's every year they do something really interesting with it. Um, yeah, I think that was one of my first beers from them. I had it a I had it a brew dog. <laughs> Managed to get it, get it when I saw it, and um, yeah, I really liked it. I had the white one. I had it from Cannes, and I think you had it you had it on cast. Oh, Would you have it on keg? I don't know if it was cast or kegged. I just know that yeah, it was. Yeah, you had it on tap. Yeah. You had it on tap. It was on tap. Generally, <laughs> generally beer on tap is, is, is going to be better. Um, 
I think it would be better. It was. On, I think it would be It was on. literally like I was drinking yeah. white chocolate. Like I was like, this is amazing. It was my first white stout and it was so good. I was like, I just want to yeah. go find all the white stouts now because <laughs> it was amazing. And I tried to get it to go because they were letting you do it in one, one liters. Yeah. The problem was they were like, we're down to the last, the last, I don't know. I think it was barrel. So I guess. It was yeah. Like, but they said we're down to the last one. So we can't let anyone else do takeaways. Yeah. And I was like, no. no. I was like, I would have got it at the beginning of my session if I had known. <laughs> I waited until the end because I didn't yeah. want to leave it sitting there because it was yeah. quite hot out that day. And I was like, oh, no, please. So I'm really hoping that they have some more in their, in their cellar somewhere hidden, hidden away. away. So it was so good. It was the dream. But yeah, I, like I said, I go there weekly. The staff are so nice. They are so just like the friendliest people and it's very good customer service. It just always said really nice. So everyone knows that I'm like fangirl over it, but it's not just because they're my local. It's because they make really good beers and they're so for me easily accessible and the price of them is such good value for money. So I really can't preach the good word of siren enough. So Oh, we we are proper fangirls for our locals. We love them. Yeah, we'll have to have we, a face-off. We <laughs> love them. If it comes down to memes, Britilia's win. <laughs> yes, no, sorry, she's going to win. Sorry, sorry, gonna sorry. Win. They are going to win. Taproom guys are going to have to up their meme game mm-hmm. at Siren if they want to take Drew out on that. I'm sure Drew will give them some lessons. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> pretend to like you know stick up for them in that regard because I don't see any memes there. So I'll just have no. to. I'll have to train them. So yeah. Like, brilliant right well that is our i'm sure we'll go back to local breweries again because we've got other brilliant breweries oh i forgot phantoms um, releasing like killers all the time i forgot um old dairy down my way so they're they're more um real ale but they have a craft arm called cattle shed their milk their chocolate milk stout is absolutely ridiculous so good that okay. sounds amazing. We should be doing another episode, which is yeah, like we'll the, the, the locals, which like bridge the gap between yeah. craft and real. Cause yeah. we've got West Barks Brewery over here and a few others, Ascot Brewery and that sort of bridge that yeah. gap. So we could do a whole separate episode on that. There you go. <laughs> We're just filling up our calendars with more beer episodes. It's great. More just so I can <laughs> get around and drink more of the beers yeah. around me. <laughs> As we said before, this is, this is really just about us drinking beer. Yeah. So, you know, it's our excuse to drink yeah, all these amazing absolutely. beers and then i can tell my husband sorry that that beer delivery i've just got it's for the podcast it's for the podcast it's really important i've already told my husband that like three times and i i had to buy those they were for the podcast <laughs> for, yeah that's that's my excuse it's for the podcast it's for the podcast i have to yeah buy hopefully we introduce some people to some new breweries that they've either not heard of or maybe they've heard of and they weren't convinced fully like yeah. i know si- siren i see a lot of people on the forums like oh, i see beer nuts do uh, a box with them and i don't know is siren any good so i'm just like yes and then usually yes. someone comes in and says she's a fangirl so but yes <laughs> they're amazing get beer nuts with it with it go and get they do a bright side pack which comes with a free glass and it's a nice glass and yeah i think hopefully we've convinced some people to take the plunge and try some new breweries they might not have tried before or, or let us know what what your local yeah. breweries are, your favorite local yeah. breweries and then that will know. give us something to try out from what's yeah. local to you guys so we will put um links to all four of these breweries in the show notes so go and check them out they they all do home delivery they all do home delivery yes they all do home delivery um so check on 
their shops and go and buy something they are all brilliant um just go and buy their beer and then support them yeah support support your local breweries people because support them now it's more important than ever because we need to make sure they stick around because do you really want to live in a society where covid's gone but so are our breweries yeah i don't no so support your local breweries support your like support yeah drink local Support your local pubs and bars as well if you can. Yes. Where bottle shops. To do so. Your, bo- your local bottle shops do all of that. These guys and are relying. Tell us on your us. favourite, and we can help support them as well. Email us on lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. Tell us who your local favourites are. There might be some new ones for us. Maybe we'll do another podcast episode on it. If yeah. You tell us some lovely ones. Use right, a submission so. podcast. <laughs> yes. Do you want to give them your Instagram? Yes. So if you want to speak to me, I am a woman's brew on Instagram and Facebook. And also there is my beer school, Love Beer Learning. We are on Facebook and Instagram as Love Beer Learning. And you can come to our website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. There are links to the podcast there. And there are also links to my beer tasting course. Come join me. Where can they find you, Tori? So they can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. You can come talk to me if you want. I'm not that exciting, but I will definitely chat to you. So DM me, whatever, tell me your local brewery. So I've got something new to buy and write off on the podcast. So <laughs> Send us your ideas. Yeah. We want to we hear your t-shirt ideas. We want to hear your, your episode ideas. We want to hear who your local breweries are. So email us, contact yeah. us any way that you can. Okay, that's the end of our episode today. Hope you've enjoyed our beers and we will be back with you soon. Cool. Cheers. Cheers.